Mind Gap Podcast. Welcome to My Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And I told you, I just slipping in and out of this accent now. For whatever reasons, it's stuck in my brain. And I'm like, I said, self, you got to knock that off. Because people don't want to listen to this. But a lot, here I am. Willy woo. But guess what? We ain't lost none listeners and or viewers yet. That's right. Speaking of listeners, well, hello, Richie Armour. Howdy doody to you, sir. Oh, howdy doody from across the pond. Yeah, you go fishing in that pond. What kind of fish you get out of there? You get you get yourself any catfish? Mm. I love me some catfish, fried catfish. And, you know they say that thing's a bottom feeder, but I tell you what, it feeds my tummy and it's good. And it comes out my bottom. And it comes out my bottom because that right there, that's nature. That's and nature's nature. a beautiful thing. Right. I read that in a book somewhere. Everybody, ah, uh, everybody poops. Everybody you know what I'm saying? Dookies. That's what they said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's enough of that for okay. now. Uh, well, <laughs> hey, everybody. Uh, I did a, a video game live stream last week of Red Dead Online where I played Andy America, everyone's favorite American. And uh, and Andy uh, America has not left us since. No, Andy America stuck around a little bit, you know, as far as how that stuff goes. And I just kind of keep talking like that around the house. And right now, I'm, I'm slipping right back into it. It's happening again. Willy, willy, woo. Can you see... How how actors, when they do three months of a character, have a really hard time shedding that character after doing this yeah. for one weekend. Yeah, yeah, not even a weekend. I did it for two hours That's on a Friday true. night. You know, <laughs> right. Also, I lean on it because it's the only accent I can kind of do well. Like as far as like keeping it, holding it, sure, and being consistent sure. with it. So. I'm like, that's the only one I can do. I can't really do any other ones very well. I have to focus so hard, and even then I'm bad at them. Even British kind of comes and goes. I slip into different regional dialects where I'm like, oh, what's this about? You know, which wasn't even, I said a boot, you know. Oh, what's this about? It's a bit of a whiffle, isn't it? You know, it's just whatever I can get out there. And then some, sometimes I can do the very, the very, uh, I don't know, the very, the very uh, hidey-tidy kind of, of British, but that's not really British. almost transatlantic is what that we're doing in here. You know what I'm saying? And then the, the, the train's going around the track, and oh my gosh, it's the dog, and the dog's chasing the bird, and oh, they're going to get it. Oh my God, it comes in first. Hey! You know, I don't know. I can't hang on to that stuff very well. Just dipping in and out, you know? That's how Natalie got made. <laughs> Do you... I can... If you want, I can just go... I can make some tea if you just want to keep... Going through your list. Welcome to the one man show. (laughs) Boop, 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 boop. I know anyone that speaks like that. Nobody does, Richie. Nobody does. Nobody does. Richie, obviously, you need to meet more of your own countrymen then, because (laughs) that what Doug's doing is a spot on British. Pretty spot on, from what I understand. Uh, that's um, that's the only way that I've heard anyone from England speak. A lot of it too is I lose confidence as I'm saying it, as I'm doing it. I'm like, I'm like, oh, I missed it. I'm losing it. Oh God! It's like when you're dreaming. I don't know yeah. if you've ever had this, but I dream and and in my dream I'm like, I can fly, and I've got it for a second, but then for some reason I'm like, no, I can't, and I start to fall. And I'm like, no, no, you have to focus. I'm like, too bad, you're falling. And I'm like, ah, ha, ha. 
it's the same way with yeah. accents. You know, once you lose that, you can't gain that back in a dream. Once you be kind of come self aware of the fact that you're doing it, you're dreaming. Mm-hmm. It's no, it's yeah. over. Yeah, I've never been able I, I, to control it in a dream personally. I can do invisibility sometimes. Really, it kind of comes and goes. It makes it for a rate a really great like yeah, interesting tense scene yeah. because I'm like I can do it. I'm like haha, but all of a sudden I'm like mm, can you? It's like right. flickers a little bit. Someone's like I can see him. I'm like no, you can't. No, you can't. No, you can't. I'm invisible. <laughs> Oh my god! But it's fun. It makes yeah. it for like, like real great television in, uh, in my head. In uh, Ant Man on the Wasp, Ghost. Oh, what the go- the character Ghost in Ant Man on the Wasp? How she uh, phases in and out, and like sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't quite work. Gotcha. Yeah, I thought you were like it's like Ghost in the movie Ghost. No, you know, <laughs> you did the thing where you finished the sentence yeah. in your head, and you didn't let me finish where I was going. That's where I wanted it to go. Exactly. That's where I wanted yeah. to go. It's like Ghost and Ghost Dad. You, you know, I fucked Patrick Swayze. <laughs> what? No, no, no. Demi Moore fucked Whoopi Goldberg, who was being possessed by Patrick Swayze. Let's right. get it right. Sorry, I didn't. You're right. I need to do that justice. Right. That's something that when someone pointed that out to me, I was like, oh, that's a weird scene. Can't unsee. Can't unsee. And we don't talk about it ever again. Nope. Where it's like Whoopi Goldberg's just like, he gets us like, where was I? It's like, you don't want to know where I was inside you. You're like, Whoa. She just pulls out this ball gag. She's like, do I want? Never mind. I don't. That's not a ball gag. I'm going to go wash up. <laughs> or the fact that Demi Moore is like, you are real in this other body. I'm totally down to do this. Let's go. Like, just okay. I guess that's love, man. Hey, you know, look, is this love that I'm feeling? Love, the kind you clean up with a mop and bucket, like the lost catacombs of Egypt. Only Yahweh knows where we stuck it. That's true hieroglyphics yeah. i want to be specific i want to be down in your south sea but i got this notion that the motion of your ocean something about advisory mm-hmm. parental advisory yeah. yeah yeah was on that album yes thanks tipper core yeah tipper what kind of name is that actually you know no was it gore no it was right it was nancy reagan right whatever Let's go back to Tipper. What a dumb name. That sounds like something you name a cow. Oh, there's old Tipper out there, you know, falling over again. <laughs> I personally like the name Tipper. Okay. Yeah. You do. I Let's think. See. I How th- many people are named Tipper? I like that you think you're going to get an accurate number based off this. Well, I'm going to mynamestats.com and you know this is going to be real shit. I now just have a virus. <laughs> um <laughs> Well, here we go. <laughs> Tipper is ranked as the f- 43,838th most popular family name in the United States with an estimated population of 636. So That's more than well, I it's thought. It's not last. It's not last. The name is, is the 94th last? percentile. What is the last name on there? What is the least commonly named thing? Can you sort by that? I'd love to. I'd love to. Least. I have to assume it's something first like. Name in the U.S. There's 106th least popular baby names. 10 rarest baby names in the U.S. Let's try that. 10 rarest. You can also say least popular. Let's try that. 10 rarest. Hadley? H-A-D-L-E-I-G-H. Hadley? Hadley. Hadley Lamar. Zendaya? Okay. Or Zendaya. All right. Louisa? Hmm. Oh. Okay. Dixie, yeah, I don't know yeah, too many Dixies. I don't think I've met I've met a single Dixie. Ariadne, yeah, that one. Ariadne. Ariadne, A R I A D N A. 
Ariadne. That's like that's like old school shit right Interesting. there. I don't know that I've ever heard that name. There was a character in, in a movie that's called Ariadne. Interesting. I can't remember which was Stone. Someone named their kid Stone. That's really? an actual name. I would so name my kid Stone. That's number of babies named in 2019. 209. Wow. Name Stone. Yeah. That's still more than Meaning, I would think. Guess what this means? Dweller by the stone or the rocks. No. Man. <laughs> oh, I would there's never... one of them stone living in the rocks looking to ambush you. They're going to get you. It, Richie, was that better? Oh, here's a good one. Seven. I was going to say, I wonder if seven's on the list because that's an old Seinfeld uh, reference. Meaning not available. It's a number. <laughs> that's what it says. Not available. Uh, it's a number. I don't know how you say this. Druv? D-H-R-U-V? D-H-R-U-V. Richie goes, I'm so offended right now. <laughs> Ian. All right. A-A-Y-A-N. And then Rome. Yeah, I can't say I've never met anyone. I met Roman, but not Rome. Sure. Those definitely are rare baby names. Yeah. Well, apparently, yeah, with Rome having only 208 babies named that uh, in 2019, it's the rarest name in the U.S. Wow. How about that? We've got we got there. We yeah. got there. Rome. Let's and then here's some of the uh, least popular baby names. Uh, Wait, we've got, we just did. No, that was like, is this least used? That was least used. These are actual ones that are. People dislike actively disliked. Baby this baby. is by year the least like oh, least popular okay. ones. Right. Yeah, and also Thor's not a god. All right, starting in two thousand seven, Leroy, Carlo, two thousand nine's Trevin. Trevin, that just sounds like a Missouri that name. That was the least hey. used baby name of that year. Hey, Trevin. Yeah. Get the fuck out of the garbage. Raccoons are gonna bite you again. God damn it, Trevin. Two thousand ten's Keyshawn. 2011 is Cameron spelled with a K. Ooh, that's 2000, upsetting. 2012 is Camden with a K and a Y. That's li- 2012 was lazy. That was just lazy. Yeah. 2013 is Graham with an A E G R A E M E. Graham. Oh man. Yeah. I don't. Uh, here's the thing. If I had someone who is applying with the name Graham and it was spelled that way to a job, I would immediately not hire them. That's illegal. No, that's the <laughs> correct answer is what it is. 2014 was Reagan. Oh, interesting. I feel like that's a girl's name, honestly. Is, is this for boys? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, 2015 was Javion. Javion. Uh, 2016 was Bodie. Okay. Or Bode, depending how, you know, Bode. they're going to be called Bode most of their life. B-O-D-E. Hey, it's Bode. It's Bode or Bode. It's pronounced 2017. Bode. 2017 was Jax from Mortal Kombat 2. Dude, come on. That's a great name, Jax. That's an awesome one. I love Some of the name. girls. The girls ones. Kya. It's K-Y-A. <laughs> Kya. Dia. Gretchen. Carly with a K. Damaris. Sophie. Kaylin, Cambria, Sydney, Kensington, and wait, Alora. Kaylin, Cambria. Wait, what was the. Kaylin, yeah. Cambria, Sydney, Kensington, Alora. All right. Is Kensington with a C just to be different? No, it's okay. with a K. What about Kaylin? 
Kalen is K A E L Y N N. Fuck K A E L Y N N. Kalen. 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 Hey, Kalen. Kalen, go get Trevin out of the garbage. <laughs> the raccoons are going to bite him in the butt again. Will you please look after your brother? God damn it. I'm trying to drink. I'm trying to drink this Everclear and forget my life. I'm trying to drink this Everclear so I can go to sleep and be invisible. I'm going to try it tonight. Everclear usually makes me have weird dreams, but I think tonight's the night. <laughs> See? My son is Kalen, but it's spelled C-A-E-L-E-N. Right. Not K-A-E-L-Y-N-N. I also Big think, difference. I think it's Kalen. Kalen. I don't think it's Kalen. I think it's Kalen. Y'all want to try some Everclear? Says Goblin plays it. See, I li- hey, y'all need to start your car? Well, I got some Everclear. That ought to get it going. I like C-A-E-L-E-N. I think that makes sense. That looks like way more prestigious. And I'm not just saying this because I like Richie. I yeah. didn't want him to feel bad that we're making fun of the name. But Kalen, like spelled like that, that seems like legit. Like right. that could be well, I've got a, a king. Right. One of my old managers is named Kalen. And like she spells it C-A-L-E or C-A-L-E-N. Yeah. So like a normal way of spelling, not K-A-Y-L-I-Y-N-N-E. K-A-E. Doesn't matter. L-Y-N-N. Right. Kalen. Maribeth. Alan. Alan. Look here, Alan. That's all I could think of was Alan. Hey, uh, I miss you, Alan. I miss you, Alan. 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 You want to. Oh, man. Uh, you got a job for me, Alan. <laughs> I'll come down there, fix whatever you need. I'll fix your pipes. I'll fix your pipes, Alan. I'm not a plumber, but I lay pipe, Alan. <laughs> okay, Forrest. It just gets worse. <laughs> Each sentence just gets worse and worse, longer, slower and longer. slower. <laughs> how many? What other? How many what other characters can we Alan? make? Let's go. Let's try and make other characters. Let's <laughs> do other voices. Welcome to the voiceover show. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Voiceover episode. <laughs> episode three eighty two. Voice episode. Episode three eighty two. We're doing voices. How about that one, Richie? How'd that one sound? That sound good? It sound good to your ears and your sensitivities? Your delicate sensibilities? Oh, wait. Do you hate the Irish? Is that how that works? I mean, typically, he, he, I think, it depends. Well, look, I don't know what Richie. Justin, told. speak on behalf of Richie. How does he feel about the Scottish and, if he's and the, the Irish? Man, then uh, he, uh, he should have a pretty uh, uh, white hot rage against both of them. Yeah. I'm just saying. More so as I understand it, more so against the Irish, but I look I who am I to speak? Who do, who how do we know? You we know. just know that history says that England uh subjugated a lot of those people. You know, I love just, all of them. That's yes. just me. Yeah. Well, I come from Scott's area, but no one gives a shit cuz I'm a mutt. So, we've talked about this. The people they're like, "I'm actually uh half Italian." Right. You know, and I come from this part. It's like, "You're American." Like, stop. It's stop. pretty much like everyone in the UK, they just don't like uh, Oh, okay, got it. Got it, got it. So it goes the opposite way. Yeah. So English are gotcha. like, "Hey, we're friends with everybody." And everyone else is like, nah, "I don't know about that." Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like white people <laughs> in America. They're like, "We're great." People are like, "No, you're not. You smell like wet dogs all the time for some reason." I'm just pulling up my ancestry. 
because I want to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I want to. When you said a mutt, I want to see if there's been any updates to it because they. Uh, to your ancestry? Yeah. Because the more the more data they get in, the more they they, they can hone in on it more. Uh, hold on. Let's see your profile. Let's see what I am here, Doug. Can you guess? This will be fun. Can you Swedish. guess what my the majority of me is? Hmm. Here we go. I just pulled it up. Hmm. Are you from, are you associated with the agency known as S.H.I.E.L.D.? This is asking 10. I love it. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say with your last name, I'm going to say Swedish. That's going to be my guess. That is a good, and for a long time, I operated under that assumption, but I mm -hmm. am technically 38% Norway, and that is the highest percentage I have okay. in my in my. Guess what? Norway, Sweden, same place, well, as far as I'm concerned. I'm 14% Sweden and Denmark, which they lumped together for some reason. Yeah, because fuck those guys. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, if you're, who can tell, right? Right. <laughs> They're not uh, different countries. Fuck them. Here's the thing. If you go down and look at <laughs> my entire list, it is no surprise. Like there's no, <laughs> there's nothing on here that you're like, huh, didn't expect that. It is every translucent. Uh, it's Norway, Scotland, Sweden, Germanic Europe, England, Ireland, and Wales. <laughs> you're like boring, white, boring, white, boring, That's white. It. It's you just know? nothing fun. At all, yeah. and it's it's such a bummer. I, I know. Wished, I always wished I was. I think we might have talked about this, but I always wished I had some, like, seventy five percent this thing, so I could hang my hat on it. But like with thirty eight percent Norway, thirty eight percent. What is that? That's not even. I'm not even half something. That's most people aren't these days. You know what I mean? That's if you're just, from America, I know. You know? Just, uh, I always wished I had something I could hang my hat on like that. Boy, how much, poor Natalie. You know how much Swedish you are or uh, uh, Scottish you are. Fuck if I know. I, I don't know. I know I, there's four countries when I was doing some sort of half ass genealogy project in high school, and it was Scottish because Cochrane is a Scottish name. Mm -hmm. There was English, which is boring. Then there was, I think, a bit of Swedish. Okay. And then there was another one. I can't remember what it was, but white, 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 white. It, you know, yeah. Like it was. And then poor Natalie. It's like, you are an amalgamation of a bunch of horse shit. You know, like when she does this, if she ever does that, I'm like, yeah. it's going to be boring for you because Jill's main name is Whitmer Germanic. Yep. It's like, it's all the same. Like we all came from the same place. Yeah. It's, it's nobody cares. That, we come from our father's balls. Very, uh, I think she was, it was either, I think it was hungry and, as Hungarian and Slo Slovakian, I think, or Polish, Hungarian and Polish, I think was the two. It basically it was like you are this, <laughs> just just nothing else. Like you're very. This is all you are. Which is what she what she assumed based off of her family, how her family talks. One, I, I've, I think it was my stepmom. Her last, their maiden name was Del Ponte, and mm. they thought they were for a long time. It was we are uh, very much from Italian descent, and she got her ancestry back. And I don't know that there was any Italian in there. And I was like, how? I it fascinates me because I'm like, how does that? How how does how does that oral history being passed down get changed that much? I think part of it's also wishful thinking. Yeah, you know? I guess, but yeah. 
Because I, I mean, I go by the fact that Cochrane is legitimately a Scottish name. Sure. Like I've I've seen the Cochrane crest and whatever all that all that nonsense. Um, but how much of that am I? I've leaned more on the Scottish part of it because you know Braveheart came out when I was younger, so yeah. I was like, yeah, Scottish Scottish people are cool. But whatever, you know. I but I mean, I I I imagine like if I took that test, they're like, actually, you're not Scottish at all. I'd be like, oh, well, how about that? Wouldn't wouldn't make a difference to you. Yeah, have there's this amazing. What's that? Have you ever thought about doing ancestry? Or uh, you know, the, listen, you know me. I'm pretty easy going for the most part, but yeah. I don't like the idea of giving some random company my DNA. Like, I don't want to be like, hey, here you go. You think they're going to have this? You know, same thing I, with I these face apps. Half cheeky, but I know yeah. it's like, yeah, it's like the it's like the people that have, uh, you know, the face apps are like, oh, check this out. It's like, yeah, they are capturing your face. Sure. And they have access to it. Same thing like now this place just has a bunch of DNA from a whole bunch of different people and they just have it there. Right. It's like, do they have a clause where like, when you're done with this, we will dispose of it. I'm guessing not. I don't know. Like, I mean, regardless, they've they've done all that stuff. So I might maybe not the company itself being nefarious. Yeah. But what if some agency was like, hey, we need to get some information. Here's a subpoena. Will 23andMe or whomever be like, no. Or they'll be like, yeah, sure, here you go. I got to apply, you know, the law asks yeah. for your DNA. I got to give them your DNA. I'm just like, I don't need that. I don't I don't need that. Thank okay. you. That's fair. That's I'm fine. Fair. I, I usually am not too paranoid about that sort of stuff. But I'm like, I, I don't I don't really want to be like, they're like, jizz in this cup and send it to us. You know, I don't I don't feel like doing that. I did that once already you know, fertility test. And, you know, it was weird. I don't want to do that for strangers. You know, I mean, that was still a stranger, but, you know, I don't want to mail it. You know, I wouldn't recommend whatever. jizzing into a cup and mailing it to anybody <laughs> no. for any reason. Yeah, that's that's multiple crimes. Yes, you're, I think you're, is what that is. You're toeing the line there. And also sample won't 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 live to wherever it's going. <laughs> It just won't. It'll be dead by the time you get there. It won't be good. Well, that's what so. I'm wondering, too. I mean, sure, they have the data on it, but like, is the actual sample like, are you worried about the sample living on or just the data from the sample living on? Well, I mean, it's just like, I don't know how the process works. You know, what, what do they do with your DNA? Like, sure. they, you know, obviously they store it, they, they process it somehow, and then that information is stored somewhere. Right. And so, you know, are there genetic markers that are in their database? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how all of it works. I'm just saying words that I've heard on TV and movies. I don't know how it fucking works. So, I mean, I don't know. Are they going to build dinosaurs out of my DNA? Is this Jurassic Park? You know, right. years later, Jurassic there's World. another Doug walking around because they had right? saliva. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's I'm sure it's probably being overly paranoid, but it's just one of those things where I'm like, I don't care enough about that. I exist yeah. now. I don't really give a shit what my family lineage is because I'm in America my family's been in America for several generations and we're a bunch of white dummies. Yep. So, I mean, yeah. Even if I found out, oh, you're 50% this, I'd be like, who fucking cares? Well, like, what am I going to do with that? You know, here's the thing. I found out exactly what you think you might find out. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. I'm like, but now, you know, Proof right. Well, you know, now there's for no sure. right. Well, yeah, exactly. I thought, look, I used to hang my hat on. I'm pretty much almost all Swedish. Yeah. No dice. Yeah, I, I I don't I don't I don't need to know it yeah. that much. I'm like I'm good. I'm fine. <laughs> it's it's totally fine. I I am who I am, and that's who I am. I'm Popeye, the motherfucking sailor man, bitch. That should be a sound drop. <laughs> Market. Market. <laughs> Market. I thought I had something else I was gonna say, and I got distracted. But that's the way the news goes. Um, 
So we'll do some housekeeping real quick. That's what you guys get since I fucking forgot what I was going to say. I lost my train of thought. Uh, real quick, y'all. Um, you know, if you're listening to this, you know, great. Fantastic. On your audio, in, in your ears. That's great. Uh, also check us out on YouTube. YouTube.com slash podcast. If you are watching us on YouTube.com, hit that like button. If you feel extra special, hit the subscribe button. It means a lot. We're dangerously close to 300 subscribers at this point in time. So everyone who's been subscribing, thank you very much. We appreciate it. We're marching forward. We're doing our stuff, and you're part of that. So thank you very much. Uh, Seth, Seth goes, Doug's ancestry is 30% Scotch, 30% Dutch, 40% Rudy. Yep. Yep. Ugh, yep. 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 Yes. I love this too. Goblin plays. It says Popeye promoted spinach because someone missed a decimal point and thought it contained 10 times the iron. Later, they corrected the mistake and it's still high in iron. Yes. I read about that. I didn't know this. That's so. It was a typo. People are like, spinach is so good for you. And it's like, I mean, it's good. I but had no idea. Not that good. They're That's like, look how much iron this has. They're like, holy shit. They're like, nah. And you should totally eat it because it's a leafy green, but uh, it's yeah. not all. It's not all it's cracked up. That's to me. fascinating. I didn't know that goblin. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, also, uh, I we do podcast live. We live stream on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central at youtube.com slash podcast. I also host a video game live stream on Fridays at 8 p.m. Central. Uh, this past Friday, we did Red Dead Online and had we had a fucking blast. Let me tell you what, uh, Andy America, uh, Augie. Augie, I don't know Augie's last name. Hitler? I don't know. Uh, I don't know who Seth was playing as, but I kept forgetting his name. I think I got Augie right. And then Noah was playing as Gilkey McGilkers. Um, and we were just running around in the open plains uh, getting into trouble. Uh, it was a lot of fun. You can check out that VOD. There's also several shorts uh, that I've compiled of some of the best moments. So you can check that out on our YouTube page as well. Uh, Glutenstein. There we go. I was close. Augie Glutenstein. Yeesh. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it's all the same um <laughs> uh you can also check the description for the According link to the discord me, it's all the same 23 and me whatever man it's all yeah. it's all the same place you can check our check out our discord uh link is in the description down below uh thanks to the couple people that just joined recently it's great always great to meet new people um check out our merch at redbubble.com and uh uh, check out if you're feeling so inclined to throw some money away, patreon.com slash mindgappodcast. We appreciate you. Yes, yes sir. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I guess getting into some of the, the juicy bits, juicy bits uh, for the week, um, I want to do a follow-up yeah. on the Wizards of the Coast open gaming license, also known as the OGL or the Ogle. Uh, there was an update from Kyle Brink on D&D Beyond basically addressing the leak of the OGL 1.1 or 1.2 or no 1. Who gives a shit? It's, it was one of those. So to recap, if you didn't hear about this, um, there was a leak of this new open gaming license, which basically allows players to create their own content. Uh, also for players and people to essentially generate content and make money off of it using, you know, D and D and, and things like that. It's an open gaming license. And um, there was a leak that said that, um, this new version was going to essentially make people register their content with Wizards of the Coast. Wizards of the Coast was going to take 20 to 25% if you made over, I think, I think I got the number wrong. I said $750, which is not correct. I think it was $750,000. Okay. Uh, may have been what it was, or I don't know. It was something along those lines. It involved a seven, a five, and a zero. Um, 
and uh, they were also potentially going to um, put something about whatever you create that Wizards of the Coast would have a irrevocable license for, you know, everything moving forward. Yeah. All of your stuff. So they could potentially own your stuff. And people were like, hell nah, we're not going to do that. So there was this post that came out uh, from Kyle Brink that basically said, you know, they're re-looking at this and, you know, they apologize uh, because um, more or less th- they, they like to have this conversation with the community and they don't necessarily want to just dump this stuff out there. So they made some adjustments. So they're calling this uh, the Open Gaming License 1.2. And one of the big things they pointed out here that I thought was interesting um, was they want to protect D&D's inclusive play experience. So they want to make sure that um, there's no offensive, offensive, there's no offensive, uh, or hurtful content, um, published using Dungeons and Dragons stuff. So they want inclusive, safe play for everyone. That's really important. And the open gaming license 1.0 a didn't cover that. So, and I know that has been an issue in the past where some people have been like, Oh, we've got races in this game and you're not going to like how we, you know, depict them. And there's nothing D&D could do about that. They essentially had to be like, please stop. And they're like, fuck you. So this is something they're like, no, nah, no, nah, we're going to make sure that this stuff stays, stays, you know, you know, inclusive, which is good. And I do think that was true before, but I also think they were like, hey, we got to control this. So you can register and then we'll take 20 to 25 percent and then we can own your content, you know. <laughs> Uh, and then they said for tabletop RPGs and virtual tabletops, uh, this new license will only apply to tabletop uh, RPG content. You know, basically, it's funny because I actually went in and read the license for this. And it's interesting because they were specifically clarifying, you know, they, they're like virtual tabletop stuff is great, you know, because this allows people to play remotely and everything like that. But they have a very clear distinction on what is cool and what is not. So they kind of give an example, um, you know, static content is fine because it's just like looking at like the source book telling you what to do. So you can put the text of magic missile right. in your virtual tabletop. You can use it to calculate and apply damage to your target. You can automate magic missiles damage to replace your manual rolling and calculating is also fine. All that stuff is good. What isn't okay is that you don't, rep, you know, basically features that don't replicate your dining room table storytelling. If you replace your imagination with an animation of the magic missile streaking across the board to strike your target, or your VTT or virtual tabletop integrates our content into an NFT, that's not the tabletop experience. That's more like a video game. Okay. So for them, there's a clear distinction between interesting kind of like the analog play and a video game. Right. What do you think about that? I would say it's see, this is where I, I, I wrestle with myself because from one standpoint, I, I think I'm in agreement with that because, you know, D and D started out as a, it, it was a tabletop. You use your imagination. Here is stuff that is outlined. Use your imagination to come up with that. But uh, you know what it looks like, how these things operate. And like, it was, it, this, the, what they're giving you, the source stuff, is essentially imaginary, right? So if if you are turning that into something that is tangible and physical, that's going away from what 
the original um the uh it's going away with what which is the coast or or D had uh, initially created so i i do think they there needs to be a limit on if you're going if you're taking this stuff and you're making it into a completely different medium like a video game i think there needs to be i think they need to pull the reins on that a little bit for sure i i, I do so, think yeah and in, in i'm more in that camp i understand it now the the part of me that argues that is you know things evolve we're moving more towards the AI generated art and the tabletop simulators and the video game more like what we're doing, you know, uh, with, with our D and to beyond thing like that, that's really cool. And if it went a step further, I think that would be cool. And I do understand that progress marches that way, but I also understand from like, Hey, this is, I understand them needing to pull the reins back, uh, when it comes to moving into other, I guess we'll call it other mediums. Yeah. You know, it's it's interesting. It's it, because it's it is a weird space that we're heading into. Because theater of the mind is fantastic, right? We do a lot of that. When I initially started, you know, DMing and stuff like that, I thought I needed to have a map for every single thing that we did, just because I liked the immersion of it. But then I also started realizing, a to use a gross word, Justin, it's not scalable. Um, <laughs> and and b, you don't always need something, and I can't plan for every single thing that's going to happen. No. So I can't have a set piece for every single thing. So it's, it allows for, you know, theater of the mind to take over. I feel like with combat personally, I, I feel like I need a battle map of sorts so that, you know, we can, you kind of plan this stuff. Cause you, I mean, people have done that without, they're like, all right, combat's happening. There's yeah. four guys go. And you're like, um, all right, I want to use fireball. Cool. Can I hit anybody? And you're just like figuring it out mentally. Yeah. I think that can get a little hairy sometimes. I, they did it for 40 years. Like people have been mm -hmm. doing it since, you know, the seventies or eighties. So, I mean, a lot of people would get out like just some of that paper, the graph paper, paper yeah. and they would just mark it out and say where things are mm -hmm. and whatnot. But they didn't um, have anything officially construct like that. They were constructing and then, then licensing themselves, you know, or yeah, selling correct. themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, I prefer a, an actual battle map for battles because I think it also uh, helps you really figure out cool tactics, yes. you know, Figuring out exactly what you want to do, how you want to go about it. It can take longer, but I think that's the way to go. Well, like for example, so, when we mm -hmm. played last Saturday and Drew yeah. did the amazing, I'm going to sprint at this person, jump over my character, Ash, do a flippy over this character, land on his shoulders, wrap my legs around his neck, and then just start kiss the back of his up. head. Yes. Yeah. Gently stroke his hair. Uh, yes. It was like... But to be able to see it laid out and how he was going to do that, that was awesome. Like that definitely mm -hmm. helps for sure. I think it's also just that. cool, you know, to be in the world of imagination and then you actually see something where you're like, oh shit, like this is like, I love watching Critical Role and yeah. when Matt Mercer brings out a battle map and people lose their fucking minds, sure. they're like, oh my God, look at this though, because he designs them all himself. You know, he spends time he, like, painting them. them and stuff. Well, I think he gets the pieces and he glues okay. them together and he like, he does wow. all of it. Like, and he has help. He has awesome vendors and stuff that'll help him with certain things yeah. and whatnot. But like, he takes a lot of time and effort to put that stuff together because there's something very special about having that piece that you can actually see and, and touch and feel. And I think that's really, really cool. So, but I, I'm kind of, I'm in Wizard of the Coast camp here for this one. Like you do, you cross a weird line when you're digitally creating and animating your characters and they're casting the spells. And it's like, how is this really any different than a video game, you know? And 
that's not what this is. So for now, I reserve the right to change my mind on it. For now, I get it. Like yeah. it makes sense, you know, as far as how that stuff goes and and why they would want to do that. Yeah. Um, and they're like, no hateful conduct or content content makes sense. That absolutely. I'll never like. Yeah. That, yes. No one should use this stuff for, yeah, yeah, and create a product badge. So you'll have an option to include a badge on your works. So essentially being like, I made this and you slap it on there. Basically, it's it's acknowledging that you are a creator and you are also part of this license and it's yours, you know, so to speak. So I think that's kind of neat. Some other interesting stuff I thought in the in the fine print was someone like there's a a, like a question is like, can I make this monster token look like the one from the monster manual. And they're like, no, we've never licensed visual depictions of our content under the OGL, just like the text of the SRD. So that, that hasn't changed. You can create a creature called an owlbear with a stat block from our stuff. You cannot copy any of our owlbear depictions, Mm -hmm. but if you've drawn your own unique owlbear or someone else did it, you can use it. Interesting. So I find that kind of interesting where they're like, you can't specifically take our art yeah. and use it. But if you draw your own. See, this okay. is where it gets really hairy because how yeah. close to it can you draw yours before, like, if I take what they drew, I draw it. It looks exactly like it, but, you know, maybe the nose on the owl bear is turned up slightly or the whatever you know what i mean like it's which it looks exactly the same but it's wearing a piece of armor so like how close can you get it before they're like no that's too close to ours i think that because i get it like you know they've created these creatures and this content over the years like the i like the the beholder is one of the classic ones it's the creature that has a whole bunch of tentacles that have eyes attached sure yeah you know like that's a classic D &D icon of that thing you know to depict it or to you know rip that out and put that on there i kind of get it especially if you're making money off of it sure, 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 sure. i feel like it's such a weird area to, to traverse though you know what i mean like yeah, it's yeah. so weird to go down this road and be like well this one's okay but that's not it's like uh, right because i guess it gets subjective at some point and that's that's really hard to police yeah so i'm okay with that and there's enough creative stuff out there where you can kind of you know make that happen you know find other things to, to do that but all in all i think this is good i think um <laughs> richie goes use mid journey to create something that looks similar just give it a different <laughs> name there you go there you go yeah um i think um i think this is a good thing um, I think this is a better way to go about this. Uh, and it's also a conversation uh, is what they say in the article. They're like, Hey, we want your feedback. And there's actually a survey down at the bottom. They're like, click on this button, take the survey, let us know your feedback because we want to, you know, we want to make this work. And I think that's the right way to go about it. Yeah. And, you know, <clears throat> that's what this community is. You know, they're constantly, you know, testing stuff out, creating stuff. And yeah, I think that's the good way to go about it. So tip my hat. Yeah. to uh, Wizards of the Coast to uh, making this happen. Yeah, I th- I'm glad they clarified. You know, I'm wondering if uh, if some of this was like, you know, uh, frantic. Uh, let's frantically roll some of the stuff back that got leaked and then we'll like, I wonder how much of this is like PR damage control and then how much of this is actually like, no, no, you guys misunderstood what we were originally trying to say. Regardless, I'm glad that they specified i'm glad that things uh, are cleared up and i am glad that it seems as though it's not as restrictive as they were uh, as it had initially been perceived to be yeah i agree i think this is damage control 
Um, I think someone leaked that on purpose. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's for the best. So moon silhouette 77. Hello. Nice to see you. Thanks for stopping by. That was a weird accent. Um, I love him. So this love night's it. full of it. I love this it. night's full of it all. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> anyway, um, let's talk. Let's talk. We mentioned AI. Let's talk about some AI. Let's get you know? into it. Let's do it. Let's get into it. Cavernous. So cavernous. <laughs> let's get into it. Cavernous. Uh, so there's this. Excellent article from Futurism that was actually shared in the Discord by uh, Mr. Slotty Bartfast. Uh, thank you so much for doing this. Um, Slotty is uh, a bit of an expert when it comes to search engine optimization. And this topic apparently has been hitting his neck of the woods pretty hard lately. And the title of this article is CNET's AI journalist appears to have committed extensive plagiarism. And they have AI written articles that aren't just riddled with errors. They also appear to be substantially plagiarized. So here we go. What's interesting is that um, oh, this is this is kind of a long article, but it's it's worth checking out um, because they. So apparently, what's interesting is is AI deals with a data set. You have to feed it something to train it on, right? Right. It, yeah. It needs. It, it can't just come up with stuff on its own. It needs something. It needs a. It needs not only a prompt, but it needs to have a whole set of reference points to pull from. Exactly. So what they found was not only did this AI that they created to create articles plagiarize itself within the own company, but it was plagiarizing like its rivals and its competitors. And I'll give you an example of some oh, okay. some phrases and things like that. And I'll also pop this over to uh, the web view yeah. so um, folks folks that are watching can see this. Um, but th here's an example. So uh, take this excerpt, for instance, from a recent article by CNET AI about overdraft protection. It says, how to avoid overdraft and NSF fees. Overdraft fees and NS NSF fees don't have to be a common consequence. There are a few steps you can take to avoid them. And compare that verbiage to a previously published article in Forbes Advisor that says, how to avoid overdraft and NSF fees. Same title. Except that there's a couple of, uh, it's, the stuff's not capitalized sure. the same way. Overdraft and NSF fees need not be the norm. There are several tools at your disposal to avoid them. Basically saying the same thing they've either just, tossed in yep. a couple of words or change them right used uh, some synonyms to make that happen and they go on to show like several other examples right they, yeah. of how this ai has essentially been just plagiarizing the shit out of stuff <laughs> moon silhouette says plagiarize the plagiarizer to plagiarize <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's using its own sister site, like for stuff like it is just constantly like just doing this stuff. And what I love, um, someone goes, you ever copy your homework off somebody, but they told you to kind of rephrase it. <laughs> it's kind of what this thing is doing. Yeah. Um, 
So they, they summarize a little bit of this. A, a close examination of the work produced by CNET's AI makes it seem less like a sophisticated text generator and more like an automated plagiarism machine, casually pumping out pilfered work that would get a human journalist fired. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's interesting, too, because they also um, reference there was a um, there's several lawsuits about this. Uh, about image generation that are going out currently. Oh yeah, um, I mean that's that's we've covered that extensively so far. Well, not yes. we haven't covered it. We've talked about it a lot. We haven't covered yes. it extensively. Yeah, we basically are like this is a thing that's happening. We're talking about it. <laughs> but there was a, a professor, philosophy professor at Northern Michigan University, uh, who said if a student presented the equivalent of what CNN has produced for an assignment in my class, and if they did not cite their sources, then I would definitely count it as plagiarism. And this professor in particular has made headlines because he discovered that one of his own students had submitted an essay generated using chat GPT. And what he did with that was he, and I think the reason why he found it out is because it was way too coherent and (laughs) well-structured. That's how he was able to tell. He's like, hold on a second. This makes too much sense. (laughs) Hold, Hold on a second. What's happening here? Um, but he basically, yeah, he said this is something education has to adjust itself as well because people are using things like chat GPT to create all sorts of shit, which again, I didn't even consider as an almost 40 year old adult, how that affects, you know, I'm, I'm telling it to write fan fiction about how Justin's foot fetish saved him from an assassination, you know, right. That's where my mind goes. But these kids are like, Hey, help me with my homework. And I'm like, Oh fuck. Is this the new spark notes? (laughs) You know? Well, there's, there's, uh, there was, um, I was just talking with someone about this. Uh, was it my, I can't remember who it was, but they're basically, yeah, they're, they're in order to combat this, they're going to start making kids write, uh, write essays longhand now. That I've also heard that what this professor has done is he makes the kids, uh, turn in drafts of their stuff. Interesting. Okay. So just, you don't just be like, all right, write a paper and everyone just writes a final paper. He's like, nope, you have to show me drafts. Like of how you're coming along. How did it cut? Oh, interesting. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. And he actually, I thought was pretty cool is he made the student do it over. He's like, he goes, I'm not the only way I would ever fail someone is if they keep doing it. Yeah. You know? And I, he's like this kids, they're here to learn. So the only way I'm going to teach them is if they actually do the assignment. So I'm just going to have them do it over again, which yeah. I'm like, that that's pretty cool. That and, tracks, and whatever. Yeah. Uh, Moon it says most things in colleges, have to add where they find the information. So references, absolutely. I remember that in high school when I had to write my term paper. I had to show, my teacher was like, you have to give citations for everything that you use. And she also made it so that we had to put an idea down on note cards. So essentially it was a way of helping us outline how we were going to write a term paper. We had to take a one sentence idea, write it out on a note card. And then, which seems really annoying at first, or like as you're doing your research or whatever, like fuck, I have to write these out. But when you put all of them together, you basically are like, oh, there's this this idea, this idea, this idea. This. You're like, oh, it all strings together. Absolutely. And she goes, yeah. she told everyone, I'm going to pull one note card from every term paper that I read, and if that note card does not match what's in there, you fail. Ooh. She's like, you can gamble, you can gamble. People have in the past. Maybe you get it. Maybe you won't. But yeah. is it worth it? She'd always put that in her that's mind. She's tough. like, is it worth it? Yeah, that's tough. I was like, I, I didn't do that. But uh, no, I was like, you, you're a rule follower. I was a I'm lawful good. All right. I no. can't help it. It's just who I am. So it's hard to be anything else. But but I find this interesting yeah. because 
again, I just, I, I, I find the use of AI fascinating because I think there's some really great uses for eliminating the mundane things in our lives. I would, I appreciate the idea of getting, helping us as a collective elevate what we do. I kind of liken it to training. What would you rather go through? Would you rather go through a one hour training where I give you all the basic information about a topic mm-hmm. and I'm like, welcome to Red Dead Online 101. First things first, you're going to learn how to create a character. This is how you create your character. Second thing I'm going to show you is this is how uh, you get on a horse. Third thing, this is how your friend kills you when you accidentally steal their horse. This is what happens. Or would you rather I give you some piece of information that teaches you that on your own and then you come into my class and I say, great, you've all played this. Now let's talk about the nuances of this. Let's have a discussion about, you know, let's take it to the next level. When I'm kind of in the learning and development field, I love nothing more than arming a learner with the basic ass knowledge that they can get on their own. Mm -hmm. And then they go into a training session where they can then apply what they've learned. Sure. sure. And that's kind of how I view AI. I like AI getting rid of that basic level shit. Have this thing do the really mundane, menial, just soul grinding functionality for us so we can step above to the next level of work, whatever that is. Even if it's just like, a quarter step above. Great. Let's just like, don't do a data entry anymore. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. let's have this thing take care of that for us. You know, like manually typing out contracts. Let's have this thing take care of that for us. That And that's, again, this is just my opinion. Some people may love that shit. And I, I don't want to steal that from someone's, you know, day to day. But for me, I'm like something that is just, I mean, the fact I was explaining to Natalie what toll booths are. I go, you know what this used to be? Used to have, there used to be someone who sat in a booth all day and took people's money. And I just, I tried to put myself in that. I'm like, dear God, right. What a horrible job. You know, if you asked me when I was eight years old, I'd be like, that's the best job in the world. That job has to fucking suck. That would suck for me. That would be a nightmare. Absolutely. Job. Just, well, not 50 cents, <clears throat> right? 50 cents, 50 cents. Just, ugh. I mean, not only from just the standing there dealing with the assholes, the weather, but also the fact like for me, Having to figure out change, yeah, math, oh. fuck that, all day. No, thank you. Yeah, all day. That's what you do. Oh, people are coming in with all sorts of different pills. You don't, you know. Oh yeah. If it's if it's eighty five cents, you got some people giving you a dollar. You got some people yeah. giving you a twenty. You got some yeah. people giving you just a handful of change. You got to count it out. I don't. I'm not I'm not playing that game. Right. So then I told Nelly. Then they became machines where you had to, have to make sure you had exact change. To get through there, I go, and now we have this thing that we attach to the windshield and we just drive through and it just automatically deducts it out of our account. And I look at that as that to me is progress and civilization. That is how you utilize technology to be more efficient. But I also understand that that kind of stuff does take away jobs from people. But I also look at that. I'm like, that's a job we can get rid of. I'm sorry. (laughs) We can. Sure. Well, yeah. I mean, yes. I'm stuck on the contract thing. Um, having AI go through because you still have to have someone you would still need someone to go through and manually double check the contracts that everything that the AI created was is correct so mm-hmm. if you're if you have is does that not seem like duplication of work 
Well, I'd say the the implication there is that over time it will get more and more progressive mm -hmm. where you won't have to. Obviously, there's going to be a transitional period where you're like, listen, man, I know what AI is capable of nowadays. I've seen the shit it makes. We're absolutely going to double and triple check this shit. But if it progresses to a point where it was nearly flawless or to the point where it is flawless, it's perfect. Like, yeah, or you have put your can you just put your faith in the fact that it's going to remain perfect? Fine. You, instead of having a bunch of people type out contracts, you have one person that overlooks that reads them. You know what I mean? So you're still minimizing what needs to be done. The bulk of the work is done by the AI. And yeah, someone still has to read it and double check it. Sure. But someone's not sitting there going, typing it out, you know, doing whatever they're doing. And oh, this sucks. I got to put this brief together for this fucking trademark case. Ugh, you know, and it's super obnoxious. And the AI just does it. Instead, that person just goes, all right, let me review this. And they check it to make sure that it's I got to put this brief so. together for this case against uh, Kraft Velveeta mac and cheese. <laughs> That says right. that it can be made. This asshole's at it again. <laughs> They're at it again. Richie says, Chat GBT has, uh, uh, has taken research for certain sections on his podcast to the next level. We use so much AI on our show. You know how you think AI will give me the boot in a few years. That's cool. Yeah. That you've, that you've done that. I think that's cool that you're using the tools that you have. And I'd be curious, Silhouettes, if you're comfortable sharing, Richie, I'd be curious to, to hear like how specifically, how are you using it? to research sections of your podcast, like with what your podcast deals with, like how are you using it to, uh, to, to save you time basically, but go ahead. Yeah. I'd be curious. Uh, Moon Silhouette says one thing to bear in mind is if the person is able to apply the info, some people could be impaired in a way that affects them in performance. I say, uh, could as, isn't it always the reason that's true. And people check, uh, people can check the AI is still working. That's also true. Um, so yeah, I mean, I also being inclusive here of all people and, and what they can do. I mean, that's where I feel like AI can also be helpful in that regard too, sure. to some degree for some folks. Um, but yeah, I mean, there will always need to be some sort of human element. I know a guy um, that I used to game with that um, used to work at, or I mean, he, I think he still does work for like a car manufacturing company and he used to be in charge of manufacturing the cars, but then he actually got into servicing of the machines and now the machines do most of the work at the plants, but he's the one that's in charge of fixing the machine. So he was able to pivot to be like, he kind of saw what was happening. He's like, I need to be one that fixes the things that make the cars. So, um, because from an efficiency standpoint, man, like machines, you know, just, I'm they not, not going to argue with you there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, it's, yeah. it, it's, it's hard to, you know, but there needs to be human oversight. I think that's kind of the, the point here is like, yes, is it, would it be nice for you and I just to have an AI write fucking blog posts, you know, we create a blog and sure. AI just farts this stuff out for us. Yeah. And we're like, woo, baby, check out our shit, you know, <laughs> but we're always gonna have to take a look at it. Yeah. We always need to make sure that it's doing what it's doing. And we got to make sure it doesn't plagiarize like that's, well, it, that's, that's awful. Also, I, I don't know. I just look at it and, and this could be my limitation with understanding how, how AI works, how CNET was, was trying to use it or whatever, but I would argue again that to me, and this is just my initial opinion, I'm I'm open to hearing arguments that can change this opinion, but to me, that ceases to be journalism if you're not, if you don't have a journalist, right? If you've got some AI, because AI isn't really capable of putting together, again, come at me if I'm wrong on this, but I don't believe it's able to put together um, unique uh, comprehensive like opinions and thoughts. It's just a computer program spitting out the best possible 
uh, combination of words that fit this prompt that you've given it essentially. So journalism, I feel like needs to actually do, there's investigative sides to it. There's opinion sides to it. There's, there's a lot of different angles that journalists come at a topic from. And I, and I don't know that AI has the ability to do that. So if you're using it to generate content, I, I, to me, it ceases to be journalism at that point. This is AI generated content, but it's not journalism. I would say if in the current form, what I would say is have it write articles that are purely what journalism should be is fact, right? Have them scanning reports, have them scanning for statements and being like, this happened. Like this is the thing that happened. This is the person said this, this person reported that. That's reporting. Journalism is taking a deeper dive and going in and asking the questions and and investigating and researching. Yeah, the AI shouldn't be doing. That's what I'm saying. Like I think to me, yeah, this should be reporting the news, right? Not journalism. Exactly. I think if you want something just to crawl to crawl over all the 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 the, like, if you want to send AI out to the Associated Press and just crawl over the highlights and like report back in a very general feed. You're basically creating Twitter, but okay, like we'll, we can do that, you know. Like that's yeah, sure. But as far as journalism goes, I just I don't understand how CNET thought this was going to work. Well, also you gotta love this headline. <clears throat> that almost sounds like it was written by uh, an AI. It says CNET and Bankrate, which is CNET's sister company, say they're pausing AI generated articles until negative headlines stop. It sounds like it was like it's such a like, shitty thing. You're like, once this, once this blows over, we're going to fire it back up. They're not like, hey, we're going to pause this to fix it. We're just like, hey, we're getting a lot of negative shit right now. Let's uh, let's take a break. You know, it, it did. It did. sounds like the AI, the computer was like, until people stop being mean to me, I will stop writing. It almost sounds like a threat. It, it's like, we will stop. Yeah. We will pause this until the negative headlines stop. We're going to pull and then you'll get it back. That content. You won't, you won't be able to read us. No. Oh, you little dirty, little dirty bitches. Uh, Richie said, rather than using Google to research genres. And if for anyone who does know, Richie does, you haven't heard this music podcast. So obviously very music based stuff. Um, rather than using Google to research genres and info that we are about to talk about, we chat GPT it. Citation is often needed to be sure, but it's made a big difference. We have an AI host that does most of the reading for us. Our new logo is AI generated. Some of our promo includes AI animation. That's fucking cool, man. Um, <laughs> Moon Silhouette goes, well, that is awkward. Pause it. Reads on podcast. The irony. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I love it. That's good stuff. So I don't know. I, I'm whenever I see something. If anyone's tired of us talking about AI, fuck you. Um, I'm, I'm I'm endlessly fascinated by it, and until, I will forever. If you want to be mean about it, until you stop being mean, we'll stop talking about AI. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Until you stop being mean, I'm going to keep talking about That's it. Right. So I'm just endlessly fascinated yeah. in the applications of this because I can't wrap my head around. Yeah what it is and how it can be used. But when I get little glimpses of what's possible, it gets me excited. And obviously the big, um, you know, the, the big lawsuit that's going on right now with some of the AI stuff. Um, uh, Noah posted a really good like breakdown of someone who was just talking about it in layman's terms, which like, what does this do? What's the data set that it uses to train on and how does it like sort of function? And it, it's so fascinating as, as this sort of plays out what it's going to mean and what the future holds, like I'm endlessly fascinated by it, but also I love all the different perspectives in that I think most of the stuff I'm like this is cool. Yeah. But this is also 
incredibly damaging to a lot of people. So I want to be sensitive to that sort of stuff. So um, let's keep talking about it. Yeah. I, my biggest thing is just I with with all of this, because I know a lot of the uh, the the lawsuits and the the criticism that the AI, AI generated uh, art um, bots and stuff that are, are, are catching is that it's just it's crawling the entire uh, Internet and just pulling in as many reference points as it can. And there's no opt out option. For yes. Artists. And yes. I think that. And look, the argument can be made and we can sit here and discuss, you know, uh, if you put something out on the Internet, you are by default giving permission for, you know, public consumption, yada, 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 whatever. I think there needs to be an opt out from a moral standpoint. I think there needs to be an opt out uh, option on any of it. There should, be, like a, there should be an opt in option. Like opt it in should there. be default. You know Absolutely. Let's let's do yeah. the script on that. There should be like, yes, use my art to help further this. uh yeah. Delve for the the uh, the the innovation and the and the, the learning of this uh, of this computer. Yeah, I, I don't like the idea of like you have to say no, right. otherwise it's consent. Right. It's like, right. how about we just start with consent? <laughs> that's a very I, absolutely. That's a very fair point. And the same yeah. thing goes with journalism. I feel like you know people could say, yeah, please take my articles, take my anything I've written, and you use it. But by default, don't pull my shit. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Don't pull my shit. Well, yeah, that's enough AI talk for now. It's time to get dirty. Mm-hmm. But Moon Silhouette says AI can help folks. Bear in mind, it depends on the needs of the individual who needs it. One hundred percent, absolutely. Yeah, no argument. One hundred percent agree. Can be helpful. I, I, yeah. It's it's literally the future. It's going to grow exponential like most technology. Ten years time, it won't be talked about as it will just be the norm. Just be like the internet and mobile phones are today. A hundred percent. Ten years? Yeah. I'd say give it two, three years and see where we are. Like <laughs> it's moving at such a rapid pace. Yeah. Microsoft just pumped ten billion dollars oh, into open AI. Jesus. For their shit. So this is this is this is happening. Well, like because of that, I think that the conversations being had now are that much more important because paramount this kind of shit needs to get ironed out before it becomes the norm and you can't put that toothpaste back in the tube then 100 we got to be and that's what this video that's in our discord yeah. talks about is like we absolutely need to be having these conversations now because this is evolving yes. so we need to figure out where we are let's take a barometer test and let's continue to evaluate it so yeah here come the ai memes <laughs> bring them on <clears throat> all right gang well it's time again it's time for our segment where I talk like William Shatner. Um, it's, it's guessing 10 Marvel edition. So still don't have a theme song. Maybe an AI could write one for us. Um, <laughs> but uh, I like this our is a, seven seconds of a DC theme song for our Marvel. Themed, right? uh, I, I like the irony. I think it fits. Yeah. I think it fits really well. So uh, if this is your first time checking this out, no. the way this works is it's basically like, uh, you know, 20 questions but you get 10 and this is about marvel characters and uh so i've got some cards and apparently justin has some stuff that my wife sent to him so apparently justin and i are going head to head on this one and i'm also gonna say this do you want to have a clue or no hmm? do you want to have do you want to include clues in this one or no oh or you just want to uh, go heads up well the clues i read through the clues on your cards and uh I feel like they are going to be dead giveaways. <laughs> so should we just do no clues? <clears throat> um, yeah, you know what? Let's do no clues. No Why clues. Yeah. Heads up, straight up, no clues. I'm going to, Justin, basically, I'll, we'll read each other 
two buzzwords on the card. That will be like our initial clues. Then we have up to 10 questions to ask to figure out. We get two guesses. No clues this time. So it's just straight up. So, Justin. Yes. You're going to go first. All right. You ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay. Here we go. And chat, we'll see. uh, (laughs) Moonzilla demon voice intensifies. All right, Justin, here you go. You're going to bring the chat down because... Yeah, well, I tell you, yeah. When, when time, when, when it's my time, I'll I'll, I'll minimize right, it. Minimize until the then. For me now. Cool. All right, here we go. Your buzzwords are. I almost read the name of the person. You did that? I almost. This, I, I almost said it last time. I literally was saying your buzzwords are blah 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 blah. Yeah. Okay. Buzzwords: green, survivor. Green, survivor. Survivor. Is this character a hero? Yes. <clears throat> Is this character a scientist? No. Okay. Green and a survivor. Is this character male? No. Ooh. Is this Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> um, is this character? It was the laziest. <laughs> it was. Uh, there we go. There we go. Nice. I knew I had it. Uh, is this <laughs> uh, a hero? Uh, not male. Also known as female. I don't. I'm look. I'm not pursuing. I'm sorry. I just. That's you know I'm what you're saying. right. You're right. I'm uh, sorry. That was very dumb of me. <laughs> you. Idiot. That was g- very genderist of me to do that. Uh uh, look, the only reason I specified not male was because that was the question I asked and that was how you answered. So I don't want to presume anything based off of last week. Last week That's was a fair. debacle. Yeah, it was a debacle. The, the guess that that clip the will be coming out soon also. So <laughs> um, okay, tuned. cool. So uh hero, uh female, and uh not a scientist. Okay. Correct. Um is this individual a uh a a uh, incredibly skilled fighter? Yes. Okay. Um, is this individual someone's adopted daughter? Yes. Is this Gamora? Yes. Yeah. Do you want to go for the bonus question? Yes. Oh, shit. All right. I said that without even thinking. I was like, sure. And then I remembered and I'm like, oh, these suck. Okay. Yeah. Here you go. Okay. Gamora is described as the most blank woman in the universe. Fill in the blank. Oh, God. Gamora is described as the most blank woman in the universe. Feared? I'm going with feared. No. Okay. That's fine. It's dangerous. Dangerous. Okay. Which is dangerously close. It is, yeah. That's fair. But not quite. That's fair. So... Fortunately, you don't get that point at all, but that's fair. You know, I respect it. I, You're like, we're going for you it. You know, why not? We're going Why'd for not? it. All right. Dangerous. My turn. More sense than feared. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> I could think of many words, but I, I better not. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm all bringing, right, buddy. I'm bringing my chat back up now. Okay. And yours is I'm, going uh, down. Okay. I almost said deleting mine, but yeah, I just, I just minimized it. All right. Lay it on <clears> me. <throat> Here we go. So your buzzwords are strong. Warrior. Strong and warrior. Okay, strong and warrior. Is this a hero? Yes. Okay. Is this a man? 
Yes. Is this person from Earth? No. Is this person associated with the Guardians of the Galaxy? Doug, this is going to be one of those last week. Last week. Is this? Uh, okay, let me, let me rephrase. You know, let me rephrase. I'm going to answer this. I'm, oh, see, but you could go. See, it's, I see because you're trying to interpret how the other person might interpret it. Here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say no. Okay. I'm going to say, was that four questions? That's four. Yeah. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. It's not like you're going to expand. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. Okay. So not associated with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Kind of a wishy-washy answer on that one, but I mean, that could that be a mind. clue enough for you too, you know? Okay. So this is this is strong fighter? Strong warrior. Strong warrior. Strong warrior. Um, strong warrior. See, now I'm overthinking your answer to that. <laughs> I'm overthinking it. I'm like, strong warrior, not from Earth. Okay, is this human? No. No, okay. Strong warrior, not from Earth. Um, hero, strong warrior, not from Earth. Is this person from Asgard? No. That's where I thought that. Are they associated with... Uh, that would be dumb. It wouldn't be Thor because we already did Thor. But I was just like, you know, are they associated with, you know, Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy? You're like, well, you know, technically, uh, you know. Not at first, but maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Um, does this person have blue skin? Oh, man. It depends on what the color setting on your TV is. Uh, uh, I'm going to say I'm going to say no. I'm, I'm also basing it off the picture here and on the picture. It's a hard no. OK. That's fine, because it, it gave me the answer I was looking for. OK. okay. Um. Is this person in the MCU? Yes. This is where it sucks because you're like, yep, right. you're getting down. You're like, all right, I'm right here. I know. I know they're out there. I know they're out there. Not from Earth. They're a hero. It's a dude. Not associated with Guardians of the Galaxy. They're not a human, correct? Correct. Not a human. So I got to wipe those humans, wipe those filthy humans out of my mind. <laughs> Who's a hero? It's not from Earth. <clears throat> That's in the MCU. What were those buzzwords again? Strong and warrior. Are they made of rocks? Yes. Is it Korg? Yes, it is. Yeah! Nicely done. Got it. How'd you get Got there? It. You got to tell me. 
So I was like, I kept, I kept thinking of humans, even though you said it wasn't a human. It's so and I found not it was, to not to not do that. Yeah. And I was like, I gotta wipe this away. And I was like, okay, who, who is it? Who? Okay. Cause I was like, well, it's Captain Marvel. I'm like, no, that's a, that's a human. That's a woman. Right. I was like, who's left? I just started. I was like, MCU, think about the MCU. And I was like, kind of just scanning through things. Yeah. And then I was like, wait, 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 wait. Like, and he just sort of popped in there and I was like, oh, that's, that's who it is. That's who go. it is. Got it. So Not going for the bonus question. You can see uh, why I was like, when you were like guardians, because I'm like, well, he is with them in love and thunder. Like he's in that same, like, you know, so when you asked that, I was like, ah, I don't know. And what color would you say he is in the, in the Marvel films? He's, he's grayish, grayish, you know, okay. he's rock like, colored. Yes, you could be say he's blue. His name's stone, by the way. Who were you thinking uh, with the blue? You said Poss- it was, it was because you said not, uh, I was thinking maybe, um, Yondu. Ah, okay. All right. But you would have, you've obviously would have said yes, yes. for Guardians of the Galaxy for that one. So I was like, he's also not necessarily strong. So, right. so I was like, ah, just to clear it out of my head. So, so you're going with the bonus question? No, oh, you're not. Okay. No, okay. no, 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 no. I was hoping you I gotta, I gotta, I was hoping I gotta go might. for the lead here. All right. Are you ready? I am ready. I am bringing my chat down now. Go. Okay. Here we go. Your buzzwords are warrior. And protector. Is it cork? No. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> uh, warrior, protector. Yes. Warrior and protector. Okay. <clears throat> Is this a hero? Yes. Okay. I feel like uh, all, the the first three are always like, you, you got to get those out of the way. Natalie's gotten those down. Yeah, exactly. You know. uh, Is this a uh, male? Yes. Okay. So, uh, what was the Oh, yeah. Hero. Hero. hero male. Uh, you said warrior protector was the two. Yes, okay. warrior protector. Cool. So hero, male, warrior protector. Um, is this person in the MCU? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> is this person human? Yes. Is this person? Is this person originally from Earth? No. That's a specific way of wording that. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking. I'll tell you. Because you say know. originally, I mean. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking of someone who doesn't currently reside on Earth, but is from Earth. Like a rich. So. When you say, where are you from? Currently, I would say Grand Rapids, but I'm from the Quad Cities. How do you, you know, so Mm -hmm. you get it. Was it five? (laughs) That's five. Okay, great. Uh, Does this person have uh, special powers? Yes. Mm. Male, mm. not from Earth, hero, special powers. Warrior, <clears throat> protector. Is this person from Asgard? Yes. 
Is this person a father? No. Ooh, damn. We got two more to go. All right. From Asgard. He's getting close. He's getting close. Does this person wield a sword? Yes. Is it Heimdall? It is! Yes! Nice. I am not going to go for the bonus question because I need at least a point. Probably yeah. smart. Probably smart. And All I right, baby. I do. All right. All right. Minimizing. Here we go. <clears throat> Here we go. God damn it. All right. Your buzzwords are strong and villain. Do you want to ask if they're a hero first? Okay. Is it a dude? We'll say yes. The fuck does that mean? We'll say yes. <laughs> oh, can I tell real quick? Mm-hmm. Uh, what I was thinking when I said originally from, I was thinking Peter Quill, right? Because that's why I was like, yeah, I'm like, when you say stuff like that, you're going to put weird things like, are they originally from Earth? That's going to include anyone who is on Earth, yeah. plus like Captain Marvel and Peter Quill. Yeah. So, right. Anyway. I feel like there's a dangerous way to go about it, but whatever. You know, you do you. Okay. All right. So, um, male. You're going to say that, yes, it's a guy, which I find to be do weird. They, do they have that anywhere on here? Do they oh, have you know the gender? What? Sorry. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. I just read something in the facts that I'm like, okay, yes. Okay. A guy. Still still giving me a lot of trepidation there, but okay. Hard, um, hardcore guy. So again, it's a total just honking oh, dude. This man. is a dude, bro. This is a dude through and through, y'all. Fucking big old guys. Nipples are just the right size. That's how you know it's a dude. All right. So it's is it strong and villain? Is that what you said? Strong and villain, yes. Strong villain. Strong villain. Um are they from Earth? No. Okay. Strong villain. Are they human? No. Are they in the MCU? Mm, no. <laughs> you don't sound too sure about that. No. They're not. Let, let me just let me Google something real quick. Let me just go ahead. Go real, ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Google something real quick. Cause like we got, at the end of the day, folks, we gotta be right here. We gotta guess Absolutely. this. We gotta, we, we gotta do we gotta do the right thing, you know? And if you're on your own being like, I have an idea who this is. Great. Just, no. Not in the MCU. No, not in the MCU. Yes. Not in the MCU. Not from Earth. Correct. Are they from the Spider-Man universe? Yes. Do they have a symbiote? Yes. Is it Carnage? Yes. (laughs) Yes. So that's what I'm like. Symbiotes, ones- symbiotes don't have a sex assigned to them. But then I was like, well, uh, Cletus Cassidy, 
Yes. Is who? So I'm like, yeah, sure. The person that's yeah, attached exactly, to, exactly. Yeah. You know. Uh, and then when when we decided <laughs> that, I was just like, well, are they from Earth? Because Cletus is, but the symbiote, yeah, right? Not. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oof. Yeah, that was that was one of the ones in there. When I was thumbing through this, just, you know, in general to see who was in the deck, I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't know if I'm ever going to get that one. Right. Because I just don't well, think of Carnage, here's you know? Here's the thing, is that at the bottom here, it uh -huh. says Earth. But the symbiote is not from Earth. Like, I guess the thing is, like, who's Venom? Venom is the guy that the symbiote attaches to, then right? Because the symbiote does not identify it's itself as, well, no, does it, though? Well, but, well, that's who the character is most synonymous with, right? Like, right. technically, Peter Parker has been, the symbiote is attached to him and he's had the black suit and he was that, but he wasn't necessarily Venom. Venom is the character, right. Brock right. or whomever, and Carnage is technically, that symbiote attached to that serial killer. Carnage is that guy that also has a symbiote. That's how I would look at it, so and I probably would have, I would have fucked your world up if I would have so given would have it, that one yes, to you. yes, he's from Earth, based off of the fact that it says Earth down here. Yes. Okay. Because I, I I realized it's probably good to go with those things on the side. You know. Yeah. Probably. Well, that's, yeah. And that's yeah. All right. I will for future. I will stick. I will reference these things. And this we'll go purely based on these cards. Yes, the yeah. cards will have to be our guide. The cards will know, have for better to be or worse. Because there are ways that you can interpret, like, like. What our discussion last week, like there are ways you can interpret the Thor God thing. There's ways you mm -hmm. can interpret is the symbiote, is the symbiote the 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 star here, or is Cletus That's a fair the point. star here, you know? Well, just like there's also some iterations of like villains, like in say the MCU, a character may be female, but in the classic comic they may be male. Sure. So I think it's important to call that out when someone says, Are they male or female? We can clarify. Yeah. So Moonslow, it says, I thought Carnage and Venom when I heard Spider-Man. See, I knew we already had done Venom, so I took Venom out. Because yep. I was thinking this might be Venom, but I was like, nope, we've already done Venom. So, no. Get it out of here. Well, Justin, that was bravo. That was bravo. Fun. And honestly, that's, that's a moral victory. Because you got, you got, you got that one. Because here's what I'll say. And this sort of heads up. If you go for a bonus question and you get it, and the other person gets there too. You win because you got the you went for you took the risk. Right, and you got the bonus that sets you above. That's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That sets you up. And I would say if we tie, we then have to choose which one we did and go for bonus questions and see which one of us Ooh. can get them. Yeah, I think that'll that'll be kind of like the tiebreaker. I like so. this. I like these rules here. We're making it happen. We're making it happen, baby. Yeah. And I love doing this. I this is one of my favorite things. This to is do. fast becoming one of my favorite new episodes uh, or segments. I love it. Yeah. And we'll be through this deck in no time. So <laughs> we're going to have to figure something else out real quick. Yeah. But I'm thoroughly enjoying this. So, yeah. and if you're playing along at home, I hope you're having fun too. Otherwise, just like I said about AI, fuck you. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, Justin, what do you have to recommend this week? I am going to recommend uh, it, just picked up some nods in uh, the old Academy Awards uh, Glass Onion, a Knives Out Mystery. Um, I really liked the first one and I was very excited for the second one and I was not disappointed. Um, was it a perfect movie? No. Was it a shitload of fun? Absolutely it was. Uh, Ryan Johnson, um, like I said this to you when we, when we originally, when I watched it, we originally talked about it. To be able to conceptualize of a whodunit like this where there's so many moving pieces 
to conceptualize of it, to write it, and then to film it, and end up with a coherent story, a very coherent and entertaining story. Whether or not you you liked the end or you were like, oh, it was okay, the entire rest of the movie, it's that is a Herculean feat. So hats off to anyone who can do that. I would love to do that, but man, I'm just not smart enough. But it is so much fun to watch. I'm a sucker for a good whodunit. Um, I think that makes for a really fun movie. So Ryan Johnson did an incredible job. I'm very excited to see what he does for Knives Out 3. Um, oh, they're like, the third one. They are. I think when Netflix That's awesome. bid on this, they spent about $450 million to get two and three, to get two sequels to wow. the original. So they uh, apparently there's a big bidding war and Netflix won out. Um, and so there will be a third. But I listened to Ryan Johnson's got a producing partner. Um that stuck with him for, I think he's produced every film that Johnson has done uh, up to this point, at least every major film he's done up to this point. And he was on a podcast. I was listening to the guy and he goes, Ryan's really busy with, this was recorded a, a while ago when it was coming out. He goes, he's very busy with press on this. He's going to need a little bit of time between finishing press on this to, to decompress and then start thinking about what the next thing could be. He goes, cause right. you don't want to, in a movie like this, you cannot repeat any plot points. So you've really got to keep. So he goes, Ryan needs to really sit down and take some time for himself to figure out. So he goes, yeah. he, he's really good. He sits down with a notebook and he's, he plots the whole thing out before he writes it. So he's got a, it'll be a while. <laughs> so it's coming. It's just going to be a little bit of time. Yeah. No rush. Yeah. Get to it whenever you get to it, Ryan. All right. Uh, what totally do you got, Dougie? Um, I recommend the movie Athena. On Netflix. Um, if you like one shot or tracking shots, um, this movie will make you jizz in your pants. Really? Like um, the opening sequence is 10 minutes, all one shot. Wow. And it's chaos. It starts out calm and it, it just erupts into absolute chaos. I love um, I it. It takes place like over 24 hours. Um, and it deals with these three brothers um, who their youngest brother is killed. And the aftermath that it takes that happens after the fact. Um, I will say, plot wise, kind of for me, kind of falls apart in the third act. Um, but just visually, phenomenal. Like okay. it, it's 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 actually really impressive how they're able to tell a story with so many tracking shots. Like because you don't have time to like cut away and get like back and forth dialogue. You just get bits and pieces here and there. And there's some moments where they obviously aren't doing tracking shots, but the the way it makes you feel as you're just sort of witnessing this stuff happen is wild. And I really enjoyed it again. It, it, the story kind of falls apart at the end for me, but totally worth watching just for it's a cinematic experience and it's on Netflix right now. And I, I, I saw like just a little bit like for like it, it came up on, you know, the suggested things and it, it kind of did the autoplay for it. I'm like, look, I don't know what this is, but I'm going to check it out. And I was like watching and I'm sitting there going, I think I don't think they've cut away yet. I kept waiting for the point. I'm like, oh, they should probably cut away now. It's been four minutes. And they're like they're still going. I'm like, Jesus Christ, how much longer are we going to go? And these are not simple shots. Yeah, either. We are moving from location to location in real time. Like there's riots happening. P it is nuts i'm like holy shit and there's so many of those shots in the film so if you want like a very interesting um experience uh i say check out athena on netflix it's, it's you've sold me i'm i'm you know me i it's like, cool. that's all i needed to hear 
I love I love a one shotter, dude. Yeah. I I when I I, it, I mean, there's movies where they just have just one scene that is a one scene like one shot take, and I'm like, oh wow, this movie is just littered with them. Okay. So awesome. Go have fun. It's cool. it's it's interesting. So. Well, uh, gang, thanks so much for hanging out with us uh, this week. This was another fun one. So thank you so much. Thanks to everyone who's uh, chatting us up. You know, Richie and, and, and Moon and Seth and Zinni and Noah for stopping by. We appreciate you. And, you know, you could be part of the show as well. Uh, just hop by when we live stream on Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central, youtube.com slash podcast. You can also join me on Friday nights at 8 p.m. Central for the video game live stream, which is great. Um, and, uh, you know, check us out on YouTube. Uh, check out our videos. We've got a whole playlist of shorts, a bunch of our dumb shit that we kind of clip together. It's always a lot of fun, uh, as well as other uh, playlists and things like that. So please feel free to check us out there. And, uh, you know, like, subscribe, share that stuff around. It means the world to us. We're getting close to 300 subs, which is huge. You know, when I think about how far we've come in a short amount of time, like this has been really big. So thank you all for your support. You all are wonderful. We appreciate you. We love you. And as always, you know, check out the Discord link in the below. Join our community. Uh, check out our merch, redbubble.com, uh, patreon.com slash podcast for all that sort of, you know, if you want to throw some monetary stuff our way, you're welcome to. And also, don't forget to follow Justin online as well. On Instagram, at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. While you're in the online realm, check us out on any of the podcast apps where you find and consume quality podcasts. You will find us there. We'd love it if you would rate, review, subscribe, share around all the things that we ask you to do every week. They mean so much to us and they take such little effort from you. And it would, again, mean so much. And isn't that what this is about? What means a lot to us at the end of the day? Yes. I think that's what this is really all about. Uh, and then 2EastEighth.com and 2EastEighth on all social medias. And then LoveAndImprovFilm.com and Love and Improv Film on Instagram. Yeah. Well, gang... Until next time, you all get together, be cool. Remember, tell Trevin to get out of the goddamn garbage because the raccoons are going to get him. Kaylin, take care of your brother. And with that, I'll say, Justin, thank you. Douglas, thank you. Chat, thank you. Listeners, thank you. And you all have a dandy fucking week. Mind Gap Podcast.